Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. FM News Talk 97.1. Podcast. Good you Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo here with my partner Aaron Tarlow who is back after Hello. his brief sabbatical. Yeah. Great to have you back, my good. friend. We yeah. did some live streams. Uh, while I was gone. That's right. And uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that there was a, a shooting uh, after, you know, we record this you know, a couple days before, so mm-hmm. uh, we addressed uh, some of those issues, and then I've been following it uh, very closely, obviously. Uh, did an interview on KSTK. Yes. Uh, they wanted to know about uh, my take on gun control, and I was like, let me tell you about it, and um, kind of laid out some things, and I said, listen, give me an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. I'll write all this down and we can get it passed, you know, tomorrow and it'll be true, impactful change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, of course, they aired. Um, I sent you the link and I yeah. think Chad, too. They aired, yeah. uh, you know, like, what, 30 seconds. Yeah. And uh, not great sound bites. Right. So right. Uh, that, that story and that live stream of the whole interview is up on the Southern Armory Facebook because I figured they would edit it and chop it however they wanted to right. to do it and of course they they did yeah. so uh, i called my buddy brian uh it's bk photography if you guys want to follow him he takes some great photos said hey man what are you doing he goes sit here at my house i said meet me at the gun store and he goes how long till you're there i'm like i'm getting off on watson now <laughs> he goes i'm on my way so he shows up about a minute after the news crew um he lives just down the street in sunset hills and uh, he comes in, and I'm like, here's my phone, man. It's ready to go on live stream. Just hit the button. And, uh, you know, super cordial to him. you got to be nice to him. Uh, invited him back, invited him to go shooting because um, I figured that there'd be a lot of disinformation between what an assault rifle is, what a semi-automatic is, uh-huh. et cetera. So I said, hey, you guys want to go? You let me know. I've got, you know, submachine guns, machine guns. You know, this, that, and the other thing, semi-automatics, revolvers, and, and we'll just walk through. I'll take you guys to the range for a day. The photographer, the videographer, was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm going to go. The the lady interviewing me was like, uh, I grew up in Texas. I shot guns. And I'm like, it's no big deal. She's like, I'm kind of a klutz. I'm like, I'm a range safety officer. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. You know, come out and go, and and I'll teach you guys about this so you can get get the good info out there. So I gave them both a card, and the videographer's like, I will be in touch. Like he was, he was all about it. The, uh, the lady interviewing me, probably not so much. So hopefully they take me out my offer because I was being super sincere, you know, just to kind of walk them through. Well, we've uh, got different stuff. We've got a lot to talk about because it's our first chance to talk about the two mass shootings that happened a week ago. 
Um, and there's been a lot of fallout after that, a lot of politicians saying a lot of yeah. different things. A lot of people running, yeah. so trying to say some things. We're going we're gonna to get to all of that. <laughs> sheriff Dave Marshak is in studio with us right yep. now. Jefferson County Sheriff is here. Thanks and, for having me yeah, again. Thanks yep. for coming in. Good, Good to see you guys. Short sheriff's, notice, too. We appreciate yeah. it. Good to see you guys. Sheriff's going to be in studio with us for the entire show, too, and that's great uh, because it's going to be really good to get that law enforcement perspective on all of these issues that we mm-hmm. are going to get to. Uh, before we get into all that, what's happening at Southern Army? I'm glad you asked that because yeah. I was going to be like, man, I got I got some stuff going on. A, uh, I know everybody's super concerned. Uh, we've got CCW classes. If you don't carry a firearm or you carry a firearm and you think constitutional carry is protecting you, you need to get in one of our classes. If you have a CCW permit and you're like, I'm carrying and I'm doing what I need to do to protect myself, I'm telling you if you've never taken an advanced pistol class, uh, you're wrong. You need to get enrolled in one of those. Um, and, you know, we just call it an advanced pistol class. Other people call it some things that kind of sensationalize it. We teach you all the same skills, right? We teach you how to draw from holster, draw from concealment, engage multiple targets, and use concealment and cover to your advantage. So you need to do that. You need to get enrolled. And if you can't do it in August, I completely understand back to school and chaos, last-minute vacations. But we've got them in September, October, November, and December. So you need to get in there. You need to do them. We keep the class sizes small, so you can come in and get it as a gift certificate. Uh, they're normally $150 classes. Come in, mention the radio show. Call in, mention the radio show. 100 bucks. So right mm. there, I just saved you 33%. Heck yeah. Um, CCW classes are 125 Guess what? You come in, you say, hey, I heard about this on the radio show. I know I need to be my own first responder. 85 bucks. I just saved you another 30-something percent. So uh, you need to get in. We're not playing games. You need to get trained, um, and you need to be prepared to do that. Uh, got my paramedic license last week. That's why I was not in studio. Congratulations. Yeah. Right, hooray, Congratulations. it's done. Yeah. So uh, now um, we're moving forward. We're going to start teaching first aid, CPR, AED. Um, you might think you know a little bit about this. What I'm telling you is come in, take a class, call the shop, tell Jessica, hey, put me down on the list. So you call me, email me, send smoke signals, whatever you've got to do to get a hold of me. Uh, we're going to set up our text or two for these classes. I'll have more info on that next week as things kind of progress. Ah, now, getting into the sales side of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're sold out of AR-15s, guys. They're gone. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it didn't take long. Uh, we've got more on the way. So the good news is is you can call the store uh, and tell Jessica, hey, what ARs do you have on the way and what are the pricing? Guess what? The wholesalers have not bent us over. The manufacturers have not bent us over uh, yet. Okay, so what I'm telling you is, is get them now. For those of you that have been following the gun industry, or maybe you're new to the firearms industry, um, you know when a mass shooting happens, generally the politicians, the talking heads, on the liberal medias, uh, start talking, and then what happens? Ammunition, magazines, and guns uh, soar up in price. Hasn't happened. Okay, uh, our margins will never change because we're we're not going to play that game. Uh, but the manufacturers and the wholesalers will jack up the prices so call in get no figure out a what we have coming and, and b uh, jessica will take your pre-order um you can pay the credit card or with phone or come in the store we'd love to meet you have a conversation with you etc still a blue label dealer they haven't taken that from us yet uh, mm-hmm. one of our guys just went through glock armors class uh, so we're happy for him he's actually a, a leo at one of our st louis county departments and um, I've done the Smith & Wesson and the Glock Armors class, and then obviously we've been building ARs and uh, working on guns. So I'm telling you, it's if you, you're wanting to get into a firearm, now is the time. Yeah. If you're wanting to get ammunition before prices soar and 
stuff dries up. Like last time we had a massive shooting, it was like 22 long rifle of all things. We've got 22 in stock. We've got nine in stock. We've got your 5.56 and 2.23. And uh, so you need to just, you know, I'm not trying to scare people. I'm normally not an alarmist, uh, but I, I foresee some major changes coming mm-hmm. uh, because two shootings right in a row. And really, if you look at it, we had the Garlic Festival shooting in California. So three shootings. Uh, that received a lot of publicity in a very short period of time, even though we know, like, the guy in Dayton was sworn member of Antifa, and, you know, the guy in Texas put out a manifesto, and he was a Yeah, anti- one of those is getting a lot of uh, Over press. the other, yeah. One of them is not. Yeah, and it, it's very interesting. It's funny how that works. Um, and I got some info on that. Uh, we'll talk about that. And I'm normally not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a, uh, um, oh, I, f- I forgot the term that they use, a... Uh, sensationalist uh, yeah normally i'm just kind of laid back like mm-hmm. hey listen i don't think it's going to go anywhere but i think they're going to do something i think they've got the momentum and it's and you got to remember the republicans are talking about it too so whether that's oh, red, yeah. red flag laws the whether that's the president yeah whether that's an assault weapons ban a magazine capacity uh you know limiting ban feature ban where we kind of go back to the the pre-ban era of the clinton age and you remember clinton you know i'm young tony's young I, Dave, I'm not going to throw you under the bus. Whoa. And, what? Uh, what was that? Well, I'm just saying, that's like, just, you know. That's just totally were, unnecessary. You were, you were, like, in your 20s. You could buy guns. You know, Clinton <laughs> totally uh, Clinton era. You know, I was still in, I was still in like, middle school and uh, coming into high school. So I don't remember the Clinton anything. era ban. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, a lot of our listeners are young. I'll, listen, I'll agree with you. I think, um, you know, there is a lot of talk right now. Um, I shared with you before we came on the air that... Mm-hmm. Um, had these incidences, and these are, we all agree, these are uh, horrific tragedies, but had these incidences occurred during the Missouri legislative session, yeah. uh, we'd be in Jeff City right now uh, fighting for our lives and fighting Absolutely. for our gun rights. And so um, I hope that some of this uh, rhetoric and some of this talk dies down between now and next legislative session, uh, but I have a feeling it's going to be zoo anyway. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, I listened to Alex. Alex was on uh, Annie Fry. Checked that out. Um, Annie was on vacation. She had some interesting adventures. You can check out her Facebook page. But, um, you know, it, it's. I think it's coming. And I hate to say that. Uh, it's even keeping my wife up. You know, she's like, what are we going to do? You know, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. We're going to sell guns. We're going to make people as safe as we can. And we'll kind of move on uh, from there. So uh, if you want to come in the store and chat with us, uh, another thing I'm going to tell you, too, is, the common theme I see in all of this um, is um, normally it's people that can't uh, possess firearms getting a hold of them. If you look at like Sandy Hook and some of the others, and um, because the parents didn't lock them up. So get us safe. I'm going to tell you. We mm-hmm. drop ship them to your door. You don't even have to move them. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you come in and get a pistol size safe, we've got those. And then we've got the rifle ones that you can lock up your rifle like in a closet and it kind of clamshells around it so it's still accessible for self-defense. So please lock up your guns. Keep them away from um, these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't stress that enough. And then uh, we'll get into, I'm sure, red flag laws and oh, what, what, all of it. what Aaron would do. And then I've got some awesome statistics because I've been doing a lot of research um, via the FBI, and I love it because I've been pointing these out, and of course the anti-gunners are like, that's not a real number, and I'm like, here's the citation from the FBI. So if the FBI is lying, 
I don't know what to do. Hmm. So, uh, anyway, come in and visit us at Southern Armory. We're at 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44, and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Chad Ellis. Yeah. Never misses Take us to break, man, because we, we, let's get the... Get, let's get the you most wanna, amount we yeah, can. Yeah, wow. we can do that. We can go. We can I, go wow. to break. Uh, wow. Can, just I know, right? Into I know. Man. I, I mean, know. we got a lot to talk about. All I don't right. want to. I mean, uh, I'd love to talk about Southern Armory. Nope. But hey, look. He's got, his, he's got his radio instincts working right yeah, now. Yeah, man. So we'll break we gotta early. Get these. We'll break early. That, we'll, that way we'll have a long segment next with uh, Sheriff Marshak, and we will start to dig into uh, a lot of the reaction to yeah. the shootings last Absolutely. week. And. The things that a lot of politicians have been saying they want to do about it. It's interesting stuff, and we're going to talk about it. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio right here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tarlow says the solution to mass murder does not lie in restricting his business. He blames the country's mental health system and advocates for a streamlined background check process. Missouri has 21 days after you've been adjudicated mentally incompetent to update the FBI. What's well, 21 day window for you potentially to go buy a firearm? That was the, our very own Aaron Tarlow on Channel 5 this week. He, uh, of course, is uh, he's a media darling. Every <laughs> hey. time there is a, a, a gun news happening, uh, a news camera, some television station finds show Aaron up. and sticks a camera in his face, yeah. and he represents the uh, 2A community. You know, and it, it's funny because my wife, the first time this happened, she was like, oh, God. <laughs> and uh, and I remember when it happened, it was uh, Chris uh, Davis from Channel 5 yeah. uh, called me out of the blue. Like, I don't even know how I got my phone number, but mm. he, he called me and he said, hey, you want to do an interview? And this is a Monday, and for those of you that are customers, you know we're closed on Mondays. So... I am with my wife and daughter at the Arnold Rec Center swimming. And I'm like, can we do this tomorrow in store? And he goes, well, we're trying to air it tonight, man. I said, I hear you. You know, I'll think about it and I'll get back with you if you can't find anybody to do it. And then um, he calls me. He goes, yeah, we really can't find anybody. You know, a lot of gun stores apparently are closed on Monday. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, a lot (laughs) of them are, right? You know? So I said, you know, let me go look and see if I've got a collared shirt in my car. And he goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'll call you right back. So I walk out to the Jeep, and our Jeep's got our logo and stuff on it. So I'm like, all right, good. I can get some airtime. And uh, I've got a collared shirt. And I'm like, hey, man, this is where I'm at. Come interview me. I look at it as an opportunity because, you know, had it been Elliot Davis calling you, right, then you have some issues. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, uh, you know, so that's right. Then at that point, he's wondering uh, where, how you did your taxes. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, and so I'm, in that clip, yeah. you were talking about um, chapter 475. Yeah. Could you um, could you expand on because, you know, the debate is, uh, you know, one side, it's pretty much just the only way to solve this is to take away everybody's guns. Right. That's that's wrong. Yeah. OK. The other side. Um, the the more the the more two a friendly side sensible has a lot of common sense. We'll point to a lot of places that could a lot use, of holes. Yeah, that yeah. Could, that that could use updating or uh, you know issues that could be addressed instead of just one thing. Get all the guns, and that's the only thing that can happen. Right. So you mentioned that uh, you mentioned that twenty one day window. Uh, expand on on what you're so, talking about there. So let's let's talk about background checks as a whole. Okay. 
Uh, we have a, a Nick's partici- uh, participation map. I'm going to post a link. We'll do a live stream, and I'll cover a bunch of this stuff because we've only got so much time here. I've okay. got all the time in the world at the shop. Um, and a lot of states, uh, this is probably going to be not a shock to anybody, um, they, there's 13 that uh, do not participate in Nick's. Um, there are a few that have uh, limited participation. Uh, let me name off some of these states that don't participate, and you probably won't be super shocked. Illinois. Yeah. Is one of them. New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, probably sound a little familiar. California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, and Oregon. I'm just naming a few. There's obviously some more that I left out. Yeah. Um, and some of those states have the most strict gun control in the country. So when we look at chapter, oh man, five, it's either 563 or 571. One of them is use of force. One of them is weapons law. Um, they mentioned chapter 475 in there. And chapter 475 talks about adjudic- adjudication of uh, firearms rights. Okay, So you go before a judge, and a judge hears testimony from character witnesses, law enforcement, medical professionals that have treated you. And then that judge considers everything, and he says, I've got to adjudicate you from your... Uh, your rights uh, to to own firearms does not adjudicate you from making you know necessarily healthcare decisions, financial right. decisions, etc. We're just talking about firearms right. here, so uh, you kind of you know I hate to say mimics red flag laws, but it kind of mimics red flag laws as in but except there's due process right you know this is happening mm-hmm. and they're not coming to your home early morning late night and seizing your firearms. And the courts already have this process set up. So in that interview, I say, you know, we don't need more laws. We need to force the ones on the book. Right. You know, 100%. That's what we need to do. And I don't think Chapter 475 is necessarily utilized like it should be. Here's why I don't think so. Uh, if you have, and, and Sheriff, you can you can chime in on this, please, definitely. If you have somebody who's... We <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. SIRHI, that's suicidal idolizations or homicidal idealizations, um, they can they can go to the hospital, right? And what is it, a 96-hour or 48-hour hold? 96-hour evaluation. 96-hour evaluation. At that point, uh, they know whether or not uh, you're a danger to yourself or others. I think you would agree, Sheriff? Uh, you I know, agree pre- there's an evaluation. Right, okay, <laughs> there's an evaluation. <laughs> so maybe we need to, you know, and this is kind of where I think that the chain starts falling apart. Okay. I think that we need to have um, some type of criteria in that evaluation that says yay or nay, and then at that point, uh, they can do like a temporary uh, like restraining order, right? And and we get these all the time, Sheriff Department, I think you guys call them ex parte orders, and you get like 30 days, 
Okay, so it's a temporary 30 days. You can't buy any firearms. We're not going to necessarily take them. But then you go before a judge and it's heard and then things kind of roll from there. Um, So but there's this disconnect, okay, between our mental health system and the FBI and then uh, NICS particularly and then all the other states that don't participate. And, And I think that we just need to have a. A, a streamlined process for somebody who's homicidal or suicidal uh, to stop them from getting a firearm. I think everybody can agree with that. And then, um, and then, oh, all the states have to participate. So you can't come from, and Illinois yeah. is one of the states that don't participate in NICS. You can't be in Illinois and come to Missouri. So let me give you an example of Illinois, how they failed. This, how they failed. Uh, there was a shooting in Chicago. Um, I don't want to say like super recently, but uh, it was a, a gentleman. He went to like his work. Uh, I could probably Google it and find it. He had a Ford card. He'd bought the guns legally. However, he was, a, he was federally prohibited. So the state didn't know. And if the state would have run a federal background check through NICS, they would have known. They would have not given him a Floyd card. He would have not passed a background check to get a gun, and a tragedy would have been averted. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of Aaron's quick take on yep. it. Um, obviously, the mental health professionals and the doctors and you know law enforcement would kind of get together and hopefully set forth a criteria and a process to streamline stuff. But I think that's where we need to start. Okay? So Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak is in studio with us. Uh, we hear, you know, all that information from Aaron, and we and we hear him say, and many on the uh, on the side of of you know Second Amendment rights say, we don't need more laws. We need to enforce the laws that we have on the books. Um, is that your opinion? And is that the general you think law enforcement opinion? Do we have the right laws, or do we need laws? We just need to make sure that. The laws respect the Second Amendment. Where, where do you kind of stand on all that? Well, you know, so I, I think in terms of um, some reasonable um, expectations and some reasonable checks, I wouldn't be opposed to. But what does that constitute? Yeah. And, who, and that's, who determines what, what's that's reasonable? Right. And I don't know. I, when I look at uh, legislation, I look at the, um, the possibility of, you know, the good versus the abuse. Right. And... I think we really have to slow down, look at it in a pragmatic way, and look for the possibility of abuse, particularly when we're talking about these red flag laws. Um, you know, uh, there is a court system now. Um, in some ways, it's uh, very effective, but it's also dysfunctional. Depends on right. who's making those decisions. Um, it, I think if we're realistic, I don't know that legislation like that is going to impact this violence. I mean, these are much bigger issues. They're complex. Um, it's not fair to blame it on the firearm. Um, and I don't know if we really examine some of um, these mass shootings, because that's what we're talking about, that additional legislation is going to fix anything. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. And, I, you know, I think um, we have a tendency to overreact and, um, you know, look at these in emotional situations. And we need to step back from it, because I can tell you from a law enforcement perspective, we deal with these subjects all the time. And um, and there are other resources for us to use, um, however limited. But I don't know that uh, additional legislation is going to tackle the issues more, that we face as a society. More and more politicians, including Republicans, all the way up to the president, are starting to support these red flag laws. Sheriff, you've been very outspoken against red flag laws, as have many of your contemporaries across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think red flag laws aren't the answer? 
Uh, number one, there's not due process in most of the legislation, and so what I have <laughs> to go what I have to go back to is if you look at the legislation that was introduced this last session in Missouri, um, there's both a House bill and a Senate bill. Uh, either one of them allowed um, a third party who was you know close in relationship to make an argument as to why this person yep. shouldn't have it. I can tell you that um, you know we had over 700 calls for suicidal subjects last year in Jefferson County. Uh, and if you compound that throughout the entire region or throughout the country, uh, it's an issue that law enforcement has to deal with. Uh, if it comes down to you know a subject saying that you are uh, potentially at risk uh, because of you might uh, stab yourself uh, right. with a knife or you know, if you use a gun, yeah. for example, um, you know there is no protection for law enforcement purposes. Um, to protect you, and that's already been established through the Supreme Court. We're going to end up in some massive litigation as a result of it. Um, it's already causing issues for us, even trying to enforce the laws that are out there now. Uh, and so, I don't see it as a practical matter um, of us accomplishing, you know, keeping our community safe as a result of these laws. Yeah. One one last thing on red flag laws. Maybe we'll get back to it again in a little bit. But there, there's lots of other things I want to talk right. about. Um, we hear people that defend red flag laws, even like I said, people on the right that say, if you're not doing anything wrong, if you're a law-abiding gun owner and you're not doing anything wrong, then you don't have anything to fear from these red flag laws. However, we hear you, stories you do. of people that are going through a divorce or having some feud with their neighbor or even in a family and, and, and somebody knows that uh, the person they're angry with owns guns, likes their guns, collects guns, and says, you know what, I'm yep. going to get back at them, and I'm going to call one of these things in. How realistic is it that that is something that happens in the community? Uh, it's very realistic, and it happens all the time. Um, people will uh, lie to law enforcement, and they lie in the court system, uh, whether it's for a child custody issue or whether it's to get an upper hand in some type of other court action. And, um, you know, it's it's not uh, inconceivable uh, that somebody would be out there trying to get at a third party or their husband or ex-boyfriend or mm -hmm. ex-husband uh, for uh, some leverage uh, to take away their guns and mm -hmm. want law enforcement officers to be the bad guys to do right. it. And, yeah. you know, I think the biggest fear, like from my perspective, is somebody says, hey, Aaron and, and Jessica are risks, and now all of a sudden our federal firearms license gets suspended from yeah. these red flags. Right. Now we're out of business right. um, until this stuff gets cleared up. And then it's just not like we're out of business. We're We're out all of our firearms, and then we've got to pay an attorney tens of thousands of dollars. To try to just to, get back your property. Yeah, try to get back our property. Um, and then, you know, God only knows what's going to happen to the license. And then, you know, you got people that, you know, we have their guns for service, or we've sent out for warranty, or we're getting, getting suppressors for them or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't like it for 20, you know, probably 20 different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reality is for your average uh, layman to walk into a court of law and attempt to defend themselves, against a trained attorney, yeah, an bad. educated attorney who um, has the resources of the state behind them, you're walking into a losing battle. Mm -hmm. And even if you have a valid argument, uh, you're not going to be able to manage the legal maze. And I think it's just one more reason that it's going to cause additional issues uh, for a guy who maybe didn't do anything wrong, uh, who was wrongfully accused. He's not going to have due process. And um, and again, we, we we really have to step back and take a look at this and respect our Constitution uh, when it comes to these decisions and not react from, you know, the extreme on either side. Um, yeah. I think there there's a place for compromise. 
with reasonable legislation, but I don't believe the red flag laws uh, is that compromise. Right. And, and, and we, the other thing, too, is you kind of mentioned litigation and, and liability. I think the doctors, the social workers, et cetera, are, are worried to try to adjudicate somebody because they're worried about maybe malpractice or lawsuits. Um, so I think that's kind of part of it, too. Um, they don't so, necessarily want to go forward with that. Another one of the buzzwords. There's there's a couple of just like buzzwords or buzz terms that you that you really hear people on the left highlighting on after one of these things. And red flag laws is kind of new, right, uh, to the lexicon of this discussion. But one thing that is not that we have heard uh, over and over again is to there's no reason for anybody to own an assault rifle. And so, okay, go ahead. And and. Nobody, but nobody can tell me what an assault rifle is. I can tell you. Okay, t- please. Do. Okay, cool. Let me just go back real quick. Sure. One point on red flag laws, and then I'm and I'm and then we'll move okay. on. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, probably something that's not getting a lot of attention, especially this. What I'm going to read you is um, the mother of the El Paso shooter um, contacted police and said she was worried about her son's age, 21, his maturity level, and lack of experience in handling uh, that type of firearm he bought. Okay, um, and then it goes on to say that um, uh, where to go. She believed that uh, her son uh, did not pose a threat to anybody. So even if we had red she flag law, red flag law, uh, she called a she called, on but him. was worried about you know him not having experience with the firearm. Not that he posed a threat to right, anybody. Right. So I just want to point out that even if we had red flag laws yeah, more, in effect, yeah. you know, mom said that he, she didn't think he posed a threat. Yeah, and, and it's again, it's ripe for abuse. You know, I saw somebody on yeah. Twitter post yeah. something uh, earlier that uh, suggested anyone that has a, a MAGA hat or a Trump hat plastered all over right. uh, needs to be reported to the FBI because these could be the real mess. And some people next would year. report yeah. them for nothing more than that. Of course they would. Yeah, right. And, right. and uh, again, this is the type of abuse and encouragement uh, that they would want law enforcement to take action. Uh, and again, this goes back to... Uh, the Minority Report uh, movie in which right. uh, a couple of these cogs are trying to uh, predetermine crime. So right. I, we, uh, we need to take a break. All right. And then we'll I get into this. I got a quick story stuff. on the right for deal. Uh, I was on the highway, saw somebody with a Mother's Demand action sticker on. I'm in the Jeep, which has our logo and got gun on the license plate. And my wife's <sighs> like, you're going to pass him? I'm like, no. We'll sit here. We'll do 60 and a 70. I ain't going around him. I mean, we're not going to get pulled over down the road, the, right? You know, yeah. or chasing us down or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. we'll just sit here and hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. All right, we we got to take a break. We got more Second Amendment Radio coming your way. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Just want to remind you that if you have missed anything on today's show or just want to hear it again, you can always download our podcast absolutely free. Yep. On our website 971talk.com, you can just click on podcasts. And you'll find all the podcasts here on the radio station. For or the all, Radio.com all the app. And that's the even better way to do it. Yeah. The Radio.com app, which is absolutely free. Get it on your tablet or your phone once you favorite the radio station inside that app. Again, you have it all. Yeah. You can stream the station 24-7. You can download all the podcasts from all the shows here on the station, including, of course, Second Amendment Radio. So, uh, got more to go here. Uh, Aaron Tarlow, Tony Colombo, our producer Chad Ellison, studio, and our guest Sheriff Dave Marshak from Jefferson County is here hey, Tony. as well. Yeah, one comment. Fire away, bud. What's up? You notice Aaron didn't say anything about the music today. No, no. he must be digging it. He must be. 
He must enjoy See, it. You know what it is? I'm just so hyped point. up and hyper focused that <laughs> well I haven't said. even haven't been paying attention <laughs> right? to music. I'll yeah. criticize it when I listen Saturday. Yeah. Uh, you want to know what assault weapon is? Usually very critical on that. So yeah. So I mentioned before yeah. the break that one of the things that uh, the left and and uh, others have always gone after for years, any time there's a, a shooting or just a, a gun discussion, is that there's no reason for uh, the average American citizen to have these military-style assault weapons, right. assault rifles. So, yeah. Uh, what uh, is an assault rifle? Assault rifle, technically, uh, that's, a, that's an act which a person does, okay? You assault somebody. <laughs> With a rifle, um, yeah, with a rifle, and uh, but if you really want to get into like the nitty gritty, uh, they're probably talking about like a machine gun, okay, and and that would be you know what an assault it's rifle is. It's my experience is. that everybody has a different opinion of right. what an well, assault rifle but, is. But the ATF defines it as essentially, uh, not essentially, and the Missouri State uh, Legislature defines it too in the RSMO as a firearm that can fire more than one shot, okay, with single function of the trigger. Gotcha. Right. So if you can press that trigger and it goes bang, 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 and you've never let go of that trigger, there you go. So that's so that's and so that's so many right. weapons. Well, are... not not really because they're all regulated by the NFA. Uh, you haven't been okay. able to purchase those. Uh, you had to uh, prior to like 1986. You had to register them before a certain date. So wait a minute. One squeeze is like. And it fires multiple times. Yes. Oh, okay. So normally, you All know, right, you, okay, you press okay. the trigger, I, it goes, it goes bang. You got to release the trigger. It yeah. goes bang. Right. It's like the sheriff's Glock, uh, the right, sig right. that I've got in my bag. I thought that's what you were um, saying. Yeah. No. So it, it, it has to be in, in rapid succession. Right. We're talking single function of the trigger. So gotcha. you press the trigger, it goes bang. Continues to go bang until it runs out of ammunition or you let go. Mm-hmm. It, it, you right. know, I think the important thing here is what we know. Is that if you look at the violence around the country, mm-hmm. it's not the you know quote assault rifles, right? I mean, a majority of the violence is committed by other means, other than that. Right. More people die in swimming pool accidents each year than by AR-15s. Correct. And um, you know, I think that uh, there's a there's we have a society issue with with violence these days, and I will tell you that at some point we will have a trained marksman um, who is skilled because you know committing more violence and and these. Um, you know, all these mass shootings, they tend to be people that um, some of them were planned out, some of them mm-hmm. not, and they grab their weapons of opportunity or a little bit of pre-planning. But when we really look at the possibility of a trained marksman observer with even a hunting rifle right. uh, could really inflict some damage out there. With a bolt and, action. And I've, you know? I've been at the range a lot, uh, I've spent a lot of time with different officers, and I have seen literally... Um, good shooters and even average shooters who can uh, continuously pull off trigger uh, from a semi-automatic handgun. Yep. And uh, my peers, we were having lunch the other day in a restaurant, and we looked around. And we were having a similar conversation, and 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 asked how fast could you, you know, essentially take care of business here? And and the answer was unanimous. I mean, yeah, small caliber handguns can do uh, inflict the same damage with you know with the accuracy. Yeah. So, and, and statistically, uh, if we like statistics because I love them, uh, 400,000 people die from uh, medical errors every year. And then if you go down, I mentioned the FBI's uh, stuff too, uh, 374 people are killed with a rifle every year. Put that in perspective. Yeah. Now, that number, that 374 number includes uh, murders. Okay, we're talking like homicides. We're talking justifiable shootings. So somebody burglarizing your house, shooting with a rifle, and law enforcement using rifles to end threats as well. So that number's, you know, I hate to say skewed, but it, it's, it is legitimately skewed because they're throwing them all into 
uh, to one deal. Um, if you look at uh, what the sheriff was kind of talking about, uh, weapons of you know opportunities. So we'll just do personal weapons, which is your hands, fists, feet, etc. Uh, Six hundred and fifty-six people were killed. That's more than rifles. Uh, if you want to talk about handguns, uh, handguns, the number is seven thousand one hundred and five. It's, it's extremely high. Right. Um, but you got to remember, what is the primary? Infinitely high. Yeah. What is the primary uh, firearm that is normally carried by? <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Enforcement. Handgun. handgun, and the carry weapon permit holder carries what? Handgun. A handgun. So I suspect that to be statistically higher. Uh, when these gangs are doing drive-bys, yeah. they're using handguns. Right. Um, and that's the other thing, too, is that number includes... It's the mass shooters that yeah. typically use the rifle, and that's yeah. what gets all the attention. That's right. what get all, gets all the media e- coverage, even but the though, vast majority of shootings yeah. are not carried out e- in that even way. Even though it's like, tw- uh, what did I say, uh, 374, mm-hmm. so you're about 20 times more likely to be shot with a handgun yeah. than, than with a rifle, uh, and infinitely more uh, likely to die from a medical error. I want to get both of your thoughts on this. I want to bring this back uh, a little more local. Uh, Missouri Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe released findings this week from a state task force that he was heading up um, about school safety. Mm-hmm. And this task force has recommended to all schools in Missouri to put an armed security guard in their school, on their campus. I had a school resource officer when I, I went too. to high school. I did, too, in the 90s. And and, uh, and when I went to junior high. So he said that, of course, he, didn't, he, he had to say, you know, if the community supports it, if the school can afford right. it. But the task force has found that the first line of defense, number one way, it's not going to stop everything, it's not catch all. But the best way to start defense of your school is to put an armed security guard or police officer in in, at the school. I would also follow that up with control your entry points. He said that the Missouri task force used results from the federal task force and the report that they put out last year after the shooting in Parkland, Florida, which also found the same thing. So my point is, it seems like whenever... An actual study is done. Time is taken and research is put in. The answer is not go and take all the guns. It's let's protect yeah. ourselves. Harden. Yeah, let's harden the, the soft targets. Um, 
Sheriff, what do you... Uh, I agree 100%. Okay, That's, um, uh, I'm glad to see the results of a competent task force uh, find something <laughs> agreeable. Sure. Um, you know, because oftentimes um, it, that can be watered down a little bit. Uh, I was speaking in front of a group of superintendents uh, in Jefferson County and agreed that um, I think teachers who are competent, mm-hmm. and I've got to qualify that, competent and mm-hmm. capable... Um, should have access to firearms to protect their school children. And um, I was at a, a Ducks Unlimited event and was speaking across the table, met a couple of teachers uh, who grew up hunting. Yeah. Um, these guys were you know, well qualified. They were competent. And um, I think if, uh, if an opportunity existed to further train these guys uh, and allow them to carry to protect their students, then I think as a society, as a law enforcement leader, and as a member of our community, uh, we would really be doing a disservice to our children and the possibility of protecting adults if we didn't support that. And so I agree with those findings. Uh, It's just uh, making sure that uh, they are properly trained, properly educated, and I think you'd have a tough time arguing um, that that that's not going to keep some people safe. And the law exists. With the approval of the school board, they could carry a firearm. Uh, it, it's in it's in the legislation. And at least one of our school districts yeah. allows that for teachers. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, you know. Jessica was a teacher. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. knew that before she came over to work at the shop full time. And uh, one of the it was a uh, something had happened. I don't remember if it was the Michael Brown thing was going on or if there had been a, a school shooting. Uh, so I mean, we're going back five six years. Uh, and uh, some of the parents uh, approached the uh, director of the school she worked for and said, "Hey." Jessica's a firearms instructor. She teaches CCW classes. Um, and her boss was like, what? Like, you know, didn't know. And they're like, yeah, you didn't know her husband owns Southern Armory in Crestwood? And they're like, she's like, no. They go, if we bring in a safe for Jessica to lock up in her closet, can she bring her firearm in here to protect the children? And uh, she was like, no, we can't do it. So it was like... Just, just an, you know, amazing. Even though the the law would have allowed for it, yep. so um, it just kind of shows. That I guess this the the statistics are there. You know, I never worried about a school shooting when I was in junior high or elementary school or even even in high school. And, and I also didn't, and yet. I didn't feel like I was uh, in some military institution no. when I saw our resource officer who was armed walking around the school, which no. a lot of people will say, oh, if our kids have to go to school and see these armed, off uniformed officers, it's going to feel like prison, not school. They're going through melodetectors in some think, of these schools. I didn't think that one bit when I... Yeah. Uh, he, our, our resource officer was part of the staff. He was right. part of the school. Everybody liked him. He was... Right. Actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I, you know, I'm Dalen Small, uh, St. Louis County officer. Uh, I remember when he was a patrolman and a school resource officer, and I still talk to him today because yeah. I developed that friendship and that trust. And, and he was just a cool dude, you know. And then I bumped yeah. into him after high school, and mm. you know, Facebook, social media connects everybody, and you know, and we still talk. He's a customer at the store. He's a, you know, he's a great guy. But I met him because he was a school resource officer, right. and I, I never saw him as a threat. I always saw him as a, hey, you know, I got a question for you. You know, right, or right. hey, I ran into this and I don't know. You know, so, it was a great. It was great to have him in. The, this kind of ties perfectly into this this point that I'm going to make, and we only have a few minutes left, and I, I think it's an important story to get to, especially since we have sheriff in the room. Uh, this story's been going on for a couple weeks, but it's not getting, it's not getting nearly the attention in the media that I believe it should be getting, and that is this new thing of soaking police officers with. 
water guns oh, yeah, and saw water buckets. It started in New York. It's getting it, it, it's happening more and more in a lot of these other cities. And it's not just like it's oh, not drenched. Yeah, it's not come up and spray somebody with a water gun. It is soak them to the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, what when you see that on television, Sheriff? That happening to police officers around the country, what is your reaction? Well, you know, I think it shows um, a disrespect for the officers. And, yeah, big time. And, and of course, but uh, I don't think we should um, go overboard. I don't know that we need to create new legislation for it. I, I certainly don't believe it needs to be a felony. Um, I think That's we interesting. Need, I think we need to keep <laughs> we need to keep things in perspective. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, and it speaks to a so larger what, issue what in terms of law enforcement and, relations. And what should happen, if anything, to a person that does that? And how should the officer respond? So, a police officer gets out of his car, and somebody dumps a bucket of water on his head, or they're even doing it into the cars. Yeah, you yeah. know, where they're going into the vehicle and trying to dump the bucket of water or shoot the. Well, officer. of course, and there's electronics in there, and there's a lot of... So um, that's a different... If, da- if, yeah. there's, exactly. if there's damage done, then maybe it's different. Exactly. And, you know, locally uh, in Jefferson County, we have municipal ordinances that would address that. Uh, but I don't think we need to overreact and, um, you know, cry wolf for a little bit of water. Now, it wasn't done to me. I get that. Uh, but let's keep things in perspective. And uh, it, I think it speaks to a larger issue in our society uh, when you openly display that kind of disrespect. But... Um, I think uh, law enforcement can uh, handle it through municipal ordinances, uh, misdemeanor crimes, and uh, mm-hmm. let's not go overboard. And uh, let's work on building those relationships uh, in the future rather than overreacting. Yeah. It, it, do you feel like in, in Jefferson County is obviously a different, much different region than New York City, but around the country, do you feel like right now police are more uh, have have a don't have that community um, relationship with the people that they are serving as they have in the past, or is that getting blown out of proportion by the media? Uh, I think there's some real issues out there, and I think law enforcement has to do a better job with uh, bridging that gap in the community. Uh, And certainly if you look at different communities have bigger issues. I I think we have a responsibility to bridge that gap with our community, um, do things like this, make ourselves available and human and, um, and, and look at law enforcement uh, as a, in a different way, that we're there to, to protect and serve, but um, mm-hmm. there are times in which we have to take action and really right. um, be capable of violence to keep our community safe. Sheriff Dave Marshak from Jefferson County. We're almost out of time. Do you have any social media, websites, anything like I that? I do. I'm easy to track down. Uh, and for your listeners, you know, you can't protect yourself if you're not uh, armed, competent, <laughs> capable, and armed. And uh I support uh, a good CCW uh, well-trained citizen to keep me safe and our community well, safe. Well, we certainly so. appreciate every time that you are able to join us here on uh, Second Amendment Radio. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sheriff Dave Marshak, thank you so much. Aaron Tarlow, any uh, live streams this week? Yes. Tons Second Amendment Radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, Southern Armory Facebook page. Make sure you guys are checking yeah, that stuff you need out. To, you need to get on. There'll be more discussion and, and links and stuff to kind of what I was talking about. And Very good. I'm going to get you educated so you can get out there and kind of be a warrior. Um, <laughs> one, one quick thing, too. Uh, I'm going to give you some phone numbers online to call your uh, st- uh, state rep and state senator uh, for the federal level and a comment line for President Trump. Awesome. Because we've got we to do something common sense and... 
what they're going, the path they're going down is not even close. We'll continue so. the discussion on Second Amendment Radio and the Southern Armory Facebook page. Make sure you're checking that stuff out. And, of course, like I mentioned, the Radio.com app to get the podcast of this show if you want to hear it again or go back and listen to any other episode. So that is it for today, but we will see you next week for Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, our producer, Chad Ellis. I'm Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening to Second Amendment Radio. We'll see you next week right here on FM News Talk 97.1. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.